It was just after 10, and although the three partners had officially closed the front doors, three customers still roamed around the cozy depths of the store. One of them, an elderly woman with a cane, peeked at the three around a stand of markdown holiday cookbooks and Christmas CDs that would finally be packed away tomorrow when the calendar changed from January to February. The customer reminded Nina of her grandmother, bless her heart, who would have done exactly the same thing. But Gladys Leonard wouldn't have stopped at eavesdropping. She would have contributed something to the conversation. Perhaps she would even have sat down next to her to share her own erotic adventures, played out during the early Motown days of Detroit, a city that lay 45 miles to the east of the small university town. Nina was sprawled on the flowery, overstuffed sofa, her feet crossed on the coffee table in front of her, her large cup taking two hands to handle. Lately, she'd been craving a man who would take two hands to handle. Uh-oh, Gage said from the ottoman nearer the fire, where he sat tuning his acoustic guitar. Have we hit the six-month mark already? Kevin put his own coffee mug down on the table next to the thriller he'd been reading. Has it been that long already? Feels like just yesterday that we finally got rid of Mr. Jenkins. Gage chuckled. That's because it was yesterday. That's when I spotted the sorry son of a bitch browsing through the makeover section. You know, the one nearer the cafe. All the better to stalk Nina. Nina gave an eye roll and rested her cup in her lap. Her apron with the store's logo on the front, still snowy white and feeling freshly starched. You two think you know me so well. She tucked her short blonde hair behind her ear. I believe you know me not at all. Gage strummed a few chords of B.B. King's The Thrill Is Gone and looked at Kevin. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't she say during lunch that we knew her better than anyone out there? Mm, yes. Just after we called her on her desire to go to Florida for Valentine's Day. Kevin glanced at her. You love the snow and you know it. Are you calling me contrary? Nina asked. Not at all. Wouldn't dream of it. Nina took another long sip of her latte. This was usually one of her favorite times of the day, when the three of them drifted together, either at one of the cafe tables, where they'd pick at what remained in the bakery display Nina had so carefully stocked, or in the music center, where Gage would pop in whatever blues or rock CD he'd received in that day's shipment. Or here, in Kevin's domain, where original, leather-bound classics were stocked alongside the latest best-selling thrillers and romances. But tonight, tonight Nina felt a restless something that wouldn't be calmed by the blazing fire in the stone hearth to her left, or by the thick, white snowflakes swirling golden under the old copper street lamps she could see through the front window. I caught her browsing through the erotica titles in the romance section earlier, Kevin said. Nina nearly choked on her latte. Ah, then that would explain it, wouldn't it? Gage asked, giving her a long, knowing look. She's in need of a good orgasm. And in search of one. She'll wind up getting involved with the wrong man because she'll mistake the fundamental desire to mate for a relationship. What? Kevin Weber, you just did not use the word mate, Nina said. Better than screw, I think, Gage said, 
putting his guitar aside and resting his well-developed forearms on his jeans-clad legs. He shrugged. No matter the word choice, Kevin's right. How long has it been since we decided to combine our stores? Two years? Three, Nina and Kevin said in unison. Yes, three. And in those three years, Kev here and I have watched you repeat the same cycle. First, there's all that wistful sighing and fidgeting. I do not fidget. Nina caught herself scratching her shoulder and stopped. Kevin sat forward. And there's the flirting with every half-decent-looking guy that comes through the front doors. I do not flirt with customers. The two men shared a glance. Gage chuckled and shook his head. And she makes her choice. She goes out on one date, then two. Kevin took over. She sleeps with him. Thinks that now she's been intimate with the idiot, well, that constitutes a relationship. And she spends the next six months trying to make something work that never stood a chance from the beginning.